Welcome to A Brighter Day in the Neighborhood with your host, Angela Jones. Presented by Brighter Day Law, listen to the stories of the people who make Colorado Springs a great place to live and make our world better every day. We want to give back to those who give so much to us. Good afternoon. It's another Brighter Day in the Neighborhood with your host, Angela Jones. And today we have a very special guest, Suzanne Tuline. She's a local business owner, speaker, and author. And you've just written a new book. Is that right, I Suzanne? Have. I, yeah, I took the quarantine of COVID and, and got busy. Okay, and you've been <laughs> on a big book tour. And remind me of the name of that book. It's Personal Brand Clarity. That's right, Personal Brand Clarity. And I know I read um, your the book you wrote in 2010. Brand DNA. That's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, but yeah, so that's really exciting. You've been doing a lot of touring yeah. um, with that book or like kind of doing the podcast. A lot tour. of podcast touring. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I can be all over the world, right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. And that's really actually one of the great yeah. things that have come out of the mm-hmm. kind of the whole you know covid uh quarantine thing you know books new new information and new ways of doing things well we're really happy to have you here and i know um we had talked just a little bit um uh, before going on the air here today and uh about you know like uh, i'd asked you like i ask everyone who comes on you know to really um share who suzanne is with us here um and you said you hadn't talked much about yourself because you're (laughs) talking about business and I think that's actually isn't that kind of funny how we tend to as as business owners entrepreneurs whatever slip into that's the whole conversation yes so exactly exactly and so um having thought through that question where do you think um you'd like to start because you want to know who I am, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow. Um, well, I actually have gone through my own personal brand clarity program. So oh, wow. I do know okay. who I am from that standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and what why I exist. Uh-huh. Um, but to just start and, and talk about who I am, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a Midwest gal from Ohio, Dayton, uh-huh. Ohio. I lived in Mobile, Alabama for a while, and before that, I, I actually married my high school sweetheart. Oh, wow. And uh, he was in the Navy at the time. Okay. So I lived in Norfolk, Virginia for a while, but we were only together like 56 days our first year of marriage because oh, he was on a ship. Mm. And so that was a little difficult for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we moved to Mobile, Alabama. We both went to college, and I got my degree in communications with a minor in graphic design and a minor in psychology. Okay. So um, took that and really became who I am through that profession, you know, of communications and design and marketing and that sort and of thing. And psychology. I All love psychology. It has to weave in, right? Sorry. Because I'm so fascinated by the human element. Right. And Yeah, so yeah. what drew you to, like, psychology or marketing? and you know communications in particular just being curious i'm a sagittarian and i don't know if you follow that sort of stuff but i'm super curious almost to uh, to a degree where it could be dangerous for me because i I just love information i'm a knowledge person Mm. and um, my curiosity got me into just trying to understand why people are drawn to things Mm -hmm. and of course that's why i'm in brand right now right Mm -hmm. what is the Mm -hmm. attraction component right that draws people what does marketing do to draw people in you know what are those resonance and those connection pieces so I think that's really what fascinated me and including graphic design I mean the beauty of visuals and Mm -hmm, color and mm -hmm. space and shapes and those types of things to make uh, to represent a brand or an essence of something right yeah or or even a person I think because if you're really breaking that down to 
you know, it's kind of that force that like causes magnets to come together or exactly. even to shift. quantum physics. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So um, is that, I mean, is that really at the essence of what it is for you then? I think so. You know, I'm, I'm a spiritual person too. And I love uh, the idea of the law of attraction and quantum physics mm-hmm. and understanding that connection and energies and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that all ties into how I do what I do and how I connect the dots Mm-hmm. for my clients to do what they do, you know? So it's, it's just been a fascinating journey for me. Well, and I mean, expanding it beyond, like, you know, I mean, so we could take everything down, like since you're talking about quantum mm-hmm. physics, we can take down everything down to its very essence and we're all energy. That's right. It. We're nothing more than organized energy, That's right. you know, organized in different ways, by whom or what, you know, mm-hmm. I think different people have different <laughs> concepts right. on that. Um, but, you know, but that's that whole thing. It's like, you know, again there's this idea that like you know you you're this is who you are within the construct of your business or the Mm -hmm. way that you've you've you know um directed that your energy the energy of who you are into that business context but you know what is it about connection or communication that really resonates with the way you're made wow that's an interesting question what is it about connection you know, I, I have. I think I have a need to understand, and it's that mm. connection component that where you have that, just that bright idea, that mm-hmm. that light that goes off, the aha moment mm-hmm. when you yourself can resonate with something and it actually means something to you. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of what I do in the business is design a process or program to get people to unpack what that looks mm-hmm. like, so that they can show up in alignment with who they say they are, and that right. that connection is what is magnetic. Right, okay. that would attract and, and create whatever you're trying to create in your world. Well, in that that kind of idea that like attracts like, yes. like if if you're able to articulate, yeah, what is true about you or what your essence or core is, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. people who are you know drawn to that will you know come and join and be a part of yes. it. And not only articulate in a verbal sense mm-hmm. with your vernacular, your narrative maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in your actions and behaviors and really owning that that attribute that you've mm-hmm. you've assigned to yourself or the set of attributes, right? And really then becoming it, it because you're more conscious, strategic and deliberate at mm-hmm. doing so. Mm-hmm. You know, so many of us I think are so externally impacted by our external worlds Mm. that we become so reactive to our environments. Mm -hmm. Instead of being in the driver's seat and being the driver of our actions and behaviors because we're internally focused. Tell me more about that, because it's very interesting, but I don't know that I have a lot of clarity on that. What do you mean when you're talking about reactive (sighs) with our environment? Yeah, so things around me are happening, so Mm -hmm. I'm reacting. Like, Mm -hmm. I get a phone call, I pick up the phone, Mm -hmm. right? I hear a baby cry, I go after that. I have have an appointment, I have to get in the car and go. I mean, all of these structural things that are around me that I'm reacting to versus saying, okay, well, I value harmony, or Mm. I value peace, or I value, um, let's even say, um, structure or health. Mm -hmm. If, you know, if I'm valuing my own health, but I'm running Mm -hmm. and reacting to my environment all the time, and I I skip over Mm. self-care, then I am not driving the bus, so to speak, right? And so in the personal brand side, that's what I really help my solo professionals really do is identify Mm -hmm. and define 
who they are so that they can align to it and really be the driver of that bus. Right. Well, and using, if I can, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, gal from the south you know uh, i think you're kind of talking about like the best the best all uh, the best defense being a good offense that's right you know what i mean and teamwork gets you know makes the dream work Mm -hmm. type of stuff yes you know yes and you can begin to manifest more things when you are in control because you know Mm -hmm. i often get asked you know well what is a brand and what isn't and and Mm -hmm. why do i need a brand right well, everyone already has one, right. first of all, when they realize that. The question is, are you in control of it? Right. And, you know, and that is being in control of the perceptions others have of you. But do you have a perception of yourself? So what is your brand? What is your perception of you? Yeah. So my mantra, and mm-hmm. what it culminates down to, if you do the work and unpack all that and mm-hmm. get all the attributes out, you come down to a mantra and a why statement, right? Mm-hmm. And so my mantra is consciousness, inspiration, and growth. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that is me. That is like mm-hmm. I'm. A, constantly trying to be more conscious of my surroundings of who i am who i'm dealing with what i say Mm. all of these things i love that level of just being awake and conscious and does that have to do with uh cautiousness or control Mm. or awareness situational awareness very much so Mm. in good bad and indifferent right it doesn't Mm. have to be for a reason it's just Mm -hmm. i am aware i am present i am Mm. aware i'm here and then inspiration is, you know, what I'm, I'm finding inspiration. Mm-hmm. I seek inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I like to inspire my audiences when I'm on stages, right? Mm. And then growth. It's everything is about growth and evolution, right? If we're not growing, we're dying. Right. We ha- we're constantly changing. And I get, I get high off the idea of growth and evolution. So it's just, it's something that I want my clients to also feel that they are evolving into something that is better than who they are right now. Right. So I want to ask you, Suzanne, um, with respect to um, this consciousness, who are like your major influences that have helped you to develop, you know, consciousness, you know, authors or, you know, speakers that have, you know, really helped you to sort that out? Well, I I would easily say Deepak Chopra. Mm. He's one of one of the spiritual um gurus I think I have followed for such a long time since I've you know really gotten into this um, I would also say uh, Tony Robbins and I mm, actually mm-hmm. numerology in mm. in numerology we are the same number oh, really yeah <laughs> he's got a very interesting backstory he, he really does he really, he does. really does and uh, you know um, I don't want to I, I want to move through this but I will I want to come back around to the story that he tells about his mother and mm. gratitude mm-hmm. yeah I know you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking yes. about so that's fantastic yeah. um, okay so um, I think the next thing you said was inspiration so mm-hmm. we're who are your major influences in that regard? Um, I don't know if you know the name Marianne Williamson. She actually ran mm. for president. Mm. Um, I, you know, I yeah. don't know that I. You know, she's as, as another spiritual um, okay. leader. Um, she's just. Who else amazing. was running at that time? Do you recall? Um, gosh, there were so many on the <laughs> stage at that time. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, lots of people. But she, um, you know, because she was heavily in from the spiritual arena mm-hmm. that she wasn't in mainstream right um so i don't think it, it really caught on but her messaging and her uh, ability to be highly conscious and really understand historically what human beings have gone through you know mm-hmm. even in just america but what we've gone through to get to where we are today right. 
um, is just amazing. But so you found that very inspirational yourself. Yeah. Like it really mm-hmm. called you out. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then growth. What what right. types of practices or folks do you follow in terms of the, the growth realm? Gosh. Um, well, I myself am a podcast absorber. Okay. I mean, a consumer of podcasts. So I'm totally knowledge and all you know i have a plethora of podcasts that i follow mm-hmm. on happiness um the daily show um there's one uh that gosh now they're not of course coming to yeah, me okay. right now but i'm just fascinated with information yeah you know, and i just can't absorb enough of it and it's usually practical information right and and spiritual too well and that's one of the, i know that 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 need for information lots of information you and i very much mm-hmm. have in common although i've noticed that you're much more heavily a process person than i am, I am. yeah <laughs> you're a process 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 which is why i think we've when we work together uh-huh. it's worked so well because yeah. that's i'm the yin to your yang in the process area of process i'm kind of like big idea you're the implementer Let's do it <laughs> so exactly. well, at the same time i'm highly creative you know i was right. a graphic designer for years and i had a i had a business in that space so i can kind of balance the two well and you know you know, I don't know that creativity and processes are mutually exclusive. They're I mean, because let's think this through. You know, people who design software programs, right. like, do you, I mean, we know the folks at Google right. are creative. The yes. folks at Apple are absolutely creative, yes. but they're not, you know, I guess sometimes creative gets this rap of being mm. a little flaky mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that resonates because I think I'm creative also in the line of work that I do, sure. but I'm definitely not putting up artwork. You know, I'm not producing <laughs> right. pieces, anything, you know, anybody not yet, anyway. said. it's really just about, you know, helping navigate, you know, fact scenarios, mm-hmm. situations, real life circumstances in mm-hmm. a way that, you know, like we're returning, we're turning um, the situation like a Rubik's cube to figure right. out how best to put things back in order or into a new order right. sometimes. Well, when you think about musicians and how mm-hmm. generally they are really high on the scale of, of knowing mathematics. Absolutely. Right? So it's that, you know, that kind of that opposite the polar opposite but yet right. we're able to express it in both sides well and then you start talking about the way that that music is organized i mean it's organized sound mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again back to that idea of physics mm-hmm. that you know Vibration if you are really yeah. i mean if you start to deconstruct like the the um great masterpieces you know music <laughs> or i mean even fantastic riffs you yes. know what i mean it's uh and what attracts the human mm-hmm, ear to mm-hmm. that what makes it resonate right that's so it's so it's organized chaos that's what it is it It goes back to chaos theory why is that one organization well you know why does that become a best seller you know well why do we all want to control and organize our lives our our little world to make sense of it we all do and so who'd have thought we'd have a quantum physics discussion well (laughs) and i you know i I, i've always been attracted to people that had that that level of mathematical mind or the scientific Mm -hmm. mind the hard science mind um and you know i try my best to keep up in conversations but truthfully now that's the kind of those are the types of conversations generally i just sit back stay quiet you know, lest I open my mouth and, you know, right. uh, let people know just how, how ignorant I am um, about those types of things. You're listening to A Brighter Day in the Neighborhood with your host, Angela Jones, and our very special guest, Suzanne Tulane. So, um, 
moving you know back um, to the Tony Robbins story mm-hmm. um, I heard a story um, that he told one time um, about you know having come up in a very abusive household yeah. in particular he was um, abused by his mother who had substance abuse issues um, and his whole take on that in in what was really the platform for a lot of what he's doing now and I don't mean the nuts and bolts of you know getting into numerology or um, what is it that he does that EFT EFT or any of those Mm -hmm. kind of the techniques Mm -hmm. but really the core of you know what he does is based in this idea of looking at difficulties as opportunities and and finding gratitude in every situation and that was really my big takeaway from um and i think it was a documentary that's on netflix where i heard the story told okay and i don't and i don't remember i'm not your guru maybe oh might yeah. be the name of it yeah anyway he told the story about how he was so grateful for his mother and for what he experienced growing up with her because had he not he would never have walked into Mm -hmm. his destiny Mm -hmm. which he believes what he's doing right now was it's his contribution it's his purpose in the world which is why he is so you know successful and fulfilled in doing passionate yeah very yeah and so yeah so how does that like how does that kind of fit in maybe with your background well, it doesn't. I, you know, I wasn't abused in any sort of <laughs> right. way in my, my background, but um, I did feel that uh, you know I was bullied. Mm. You know, and I went to a Catholic school, mm. and we had lots of little cliques there. Mm-hmm. And I know that that was probably one of the pieces that that caused me to really think about who I am. Mm. And you know, I, I remember at one point I really wanted to be like these girls. I wanted to be in that circle. Like be the mean girls. I, wa- I wanted to be in the circle. I right. included and and then I like what am I thinking, you know? And I realized that I don't want to be them. And, but if I'm not going to be them, then who am I? And mm. what am I doing to attract mm-hmm. that sort of a picking on and bullying, mm. right? And mm-hmm. I just got into a real reflective mode at a pretty young age just mm. wondering what is this all about and, right and so I think that that's what kind of started my mind to churn and wonder right. you know what is this all about <laughs> so did you do you think you ever it, it, it especially in your adolescent mind mm-hmm. ever came up with an answer for yourself about what you thought you might be doing to attract negative attention from these gals no no. I don't know if I ever really came to the answer mm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Although I, I've always felt at that level, because, but what I thought was because of the bullying, but it was probably the other right way around that I wasn't worthy, mm. that I wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the third child in our mm. family, so you know, there's issues with the third child. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and so I think that at, at the base of that, and I must have been you know, kind of emanating that sort of energy, and then right. that. I attracted that affirmation that I wasn't enough Hmm. through that environment. Or or when it started, because of however you were feeling about yourself, you didn't take, you know, actions that would have discouraged. Exactly. Repeated behavior. And we all do that. Because I wasn't worthy. Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, no, I'm the oldest, and there's a... Um, a lot that goes with that too. Yeah, sure. I think that birth order is just you know it's fascinating. Wow. Isn't it, it? it it really it really really yeah. is, and you know um, I ha- I have the I want to share this quote sure, just because we're sure. on the subject yeah. that I, I share in my workshops, and it says 
Um, how we believe we are perceived shapes who we become. Mm-hmm. So if we're believing we're unworthy, we're going to become unworthy, mm-hmm. right? Or really create an environment that sets that up for us. Mm-hmm. And so, but when when you unpack who you are mm. and really do the deep dive work right. and uncover that, then you find these fascinating attributes that make you who you are. You fall back in love with yourself. And then how you believe you are perceived shapes who you become. Well, so you it, become someone new. Right? Well, and I'm assuming you're a student of like Napoleon Hill yeah. and mm-hmm. you're right. And, you know, how what you think is reality, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of um, and he's a he's a pastor, um, Norman Vincent Peale, mm-hmm. he wrote a book mm-hmm. called The Power of Positive Thinking. Oh, and when you were telling yeah. me about this, you know, I wanted to not necessarily be like these girls, but you wanted to belong. You wanted yes, to fit. That's right. The mm-hmm. And he, I am, um, and I don't know exactly what chapter of the book, but he goes over po- this question of popularity and talks about how we actually all, it's like an innate human drive to be popular to and and because that validates us as human beings um but i think it answers that like going back to sort of your whole purpose of like Mm -hmm. helping people figure out who they are and what they're about so that they attract to them exactly their tribe Mm -hmm. you know and so and, and that's so important because you know i know in in high school it's like this microcosm of the world in large you know, and there is always that click, I guess, in every movie, you know, it's like yeah. the three girls or the five guys or whatever, yes. you know, and, you know, not to vilify the cheerleaders or the, um, you know, football players, but it, they always seem to pick on those groups exactly. as being the jerks, you know, <laughs> but everybody else is not the popular people, which mm-hmm. means that most people aren't the popular right. people. And most people are walking, you know, through this world feeling outside i mean and sometimes they find their they're fine they're hey my little tribe but then there's a negative association with it oh i'm 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 in the nerd group or i'm in the you know stoner group you know one of my label themselves right well one of my favorite movies of all time is breakfast club you know yes it is and i know i'm dating myself and i don't even care because i love that too it is so good and that was the whole thing it was like in the premise of the story for everyone who hasn't you know seen it is that they all came, you know, these kids from, you know, a jock and a homecoming queen. Like misfits. Misfit, yeah. you know, this this nerdy, extremely smart kid, this gal who, you know, seemed to have mental health issues and um, and, and then kind of a criminal guy, you know, had like yes. caught a locker on fire or something. <laughs> and the, they all came together and they became friends over this Saturday detention and realized that, you know, it's not really them that are so different, but it's sort of society that's placing these labels on us and we get them from our parents we get them from whomever you know and we take them on yeah. and we start living that and we right. forget who we really are right and that's the that's the moment that i get capture with my mm. clients is like let's step back let's take a look at this let's unpack it and yeah. really become again who you say you are yeah. so when you were asking me about you know who i am and mm-hmm. i mentioned my mantra the, yeah. the consciousness inspiration and growth mm-hmm. well my why statement is I exist to be a co-creative partner in the evolution of self-alignment and authenticity. I'm a catalyst for consciousness, inspiration, and growth. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this all-encompassing phrase that I can say to myself, it's memorized um, to get myself out of a funk, mm-hmm. right? To remember who I am, to remember those attributes I created in my DNA, and, and really step back in then at a conscious level mm-hmm. and become me again. 
so that's kind of the magic that happens when you when you believe a new belief system mm-hmm. in what you want others to perceive of you right and yourself well and then the journey itself like in doing it sounds like then in doing the work either the, the work you do in an organization which yeah. is extremely helpful yeah. but it, especially like with the solo solopreneur yeah solo professional okay. solopreneur. solo professional mm-hmm. solo professional that you're taking him on that journey mm-hmm. you know and i would assume that's very energizing work for you <laughs> you know i in the beginning i see their potential more than they do mm-hmm. and i am excited for them but they they don't know what they're getting themselves into at the time right, right. they think they do but they don't and it is some deep work so mm. and as we're unpacking going through these activities that help shed you know these these untrue belief systems that they mm-hmm. have and really mm-hmm. get down to the core of what they stand for and what their value position is in society I mean, mm-hmm. it's more than just what they do at work, right? It's right. everything they do in their world. Right. Um, I see the transformation, right? They feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their, their spouses feel it and mm-hmm. see it. Their kids might see it, right? Mm-hmm. And they are gradually um, becoming their authentic self. And it's super mm-hmm. powerful. Do you, I mean, without getting into any specifics, mm-hmm. do you, like, can you describe, like, you know, with more concrete terms, like where you've seen someone go from X to why in a given area oh my gosh it's it's just really think of the flower blooming and you know that there is a personality in there you know that they've got something to offer and something to give and but they're not doing it mm-hmm. to the level they could be doing it and then six months later down the road all of a sudden they show up right and they're on stages and they're talking articulately and they're confident mm-hmm. and they're out there doing what they were meant to be doing and that's mm-hmm. what's just so amazing and they're in it right so it's like seeing the forest through the trees they don't right. know that they've changed that much but everyone else around them is, are, is saying what did you do <laughs> right, right right yeah yeah and, and i mean you know again i don't know how i'm on this movie theme so much today <laughs> but i mean how many movies have we watched yeah. where that that it's that transformation yes. from you know who all we all get a glimpse of who the person is or could be at the beginning Mm -hmm. and then you know here you you know you have that that duckling that's turned into the swan at the end of the day well that's really that's really some um that's really some cool some really cool stuff that that you've gotten into it's kind of part counseling part business coaching part bartender part bartender (laughs) well okay (laughs) i mean you know the bartender is like a counselor and so is your hairdresser right (laughs) oh i thought you know i don't know cocktails are involved they're always involved (laughs) okay (laughs) well um suzanne it's really been a a a pleasure having you here um, with us today. Um, if um, someone out there listening is mm-hmm. interested in getting in touch with you and getting more information about the work that you do with businesses and um, entrepreneurs, where can uh, they reach you? They can find me on the web, brandascension.com. I'm there. Uh, everything that I do is on that site. Okay. There's so much stuff on that site. There's some free tools on there. And there's also a, a way that you can uh, get a 30-minute consult with me that's pro bono and we'll just sit down and chat about what's going on and see if we're a good fit and go from there. All right. Well, wonderful. And um, maybe I'll uh, take you up on one of those 30-minute consultations for the solopreneur. (laughs) And uh, and then we can come back and report about my transformation in a given area. Absolutely. Well, you've transferred or transformed so much since I first met you. Well, and that was about five 
years least. ago. That's yeah. right. I think we met um, uh, E Women. E Women. E Women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And which is a fantastic organization yes. of itself. But yeah. we would love to have you back if you'd um, you. join so us at another say. time. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, dear. Thank you so much right. for being here. Have a good weekend, and we look forward to you joining us uh, again next week for another Brighter Day in the Neighborhood. This has been A Brighter Day in the Neighborhood, presented by Brighter Day Law. Heard every Sunday at 11 a.m. on KPPF, 98.5 FM, 1040 AM, and 95.7 FM. Listen to the companion podcast on Podbean. Brighter Day Law are an experienced and qualified team of divorce and family law attorneys. Their aim is to help you get through that emotional and challenging time of divorce and other family disputes. The mission of Brighter Day Law is to compassionately help families resolve their disputes with personalized legal representation while keeping the best interest of the entire family at heart. Their attorneys handle all kinds of family law cases, including child custody, divorce, high asset divorce, mediation, and alimony. Brighter Day Law, compassionate counsel in dark and stressful times, 225-4493 or at brighterdaylaw.com.